Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Today's news, God's word and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, got some breaking news. Chris Christie is uh, leaving the presidential campaign. He is pulling out of the uh, presidential race. Chris Christie, out. He is right now, as we speak, and I mean as we speak, he is announcing this decision in uh, Wyndham, New Hampshire. Uh, He is long-winded, but uh, he never had a chance, ever. Uh, and in the last two or three weeks, his position on abortion, same-sex marriage, has basically torpedoed any dim hopes that he had of uh, gaining the nomination uh, for the Republican Party. Uh, he never. I don't think he ever really thought he uh, could be the nominee. His primary motive was anti-Trump. I mean, that's all he ever talked about. Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump bad, bad Trump, Trump, Trump bad, bad, bad Trump, bad Trump, Trump bad. Um, He's articulate. There's no doubt about it. But he he is kind of a John Kasich Republican, which is not even rhino, Republican in name only. He says he's a Republican, but... So many of his positions are not Republican. I don't know what happens to Republican governors. Uh, Ronald Reagan was was the exception, but so many Republican governors, they become the governor of their state. They're a conservative Republican, and something happens. It's like an alien invades their body, particularly if they serve a second term. Uh, Look at here in Ohio and Governor Mike DeWine. And it pains me to say that. I've had a lot of respect for Mike DeWine. And as I've said, he's really a nice guy. You sit down and talk to him. He's he's a really nice guy. But my goodness. Uh, Anyway, enough of that. And uh, then the other big news in the sports world. Nick Saban is retiring from Alabama. Yeah, Nick Saban is retiring from Alabama. Obviously, will go down as one of the great football coaches, uh, college football coaches of all time. Uh, not so much in the NFL. And the, very, very, very few college coaches have been successful in the NFL. Pete Carroll is the exception, and he's gone now, too, if you haven't heard. He's gone from the Seahawks. I didn't know that until my sports expert on the other side of the glass told me that just a little bit ago. Uh, Most of the college coaches that have tried their hand at the NFL mm, hasn't worked. Um, 
But Nick Saban, I uh, no, nah, I won't. I won't even say that. I was going to say some negative things about Nick Saban. I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, incredible coach, and uh, he is retiring after 17 years with Alabama. Uh, ends an illustrious and often controversial career. Nick Saban, not so much at Alabama, but before he came to Alabama, lots of controversy. In fact, most of the places he had been, he left in the midst of a lot of controversy. Um, Alabama, not so much. Um, National powerhouse, no doubt about it. Nick Saban has retired after 17 years. Uh, I came across this article today. It is difficult for me to wrap my brain around the national economy because of the numbers. I mean, I have a hard time with millions. I mean, just understanding millions. When it gets into hundreds of millions, I'm lost. When it gets into billions, oh my goodness. And when it gets into trillions, I just, I can't, I have a very difficult time understanding the size of a trillion dollars or five trillion or 10 trillion. I, I, I'm just being honest. It's hard for me to comprehend numbers that big. Well, I came across an article today from the, the stream. The stream is a political, religious, conservative site, thestream.org. Lots of good stuff at the stream. I recommend it. Most of the stuff is very reliable and so forth. Anyway, one of their writers, um, Nolan Llewellyn, have no idea who he is. But he has put it into layman's terms what we are doing with the current U.S. economy. And he likens it to Ward and June Butcher, a make-made-up family, hypothetical family. All right? The Butchers. Husband is uh, Ward. The wife is June and they have a total household income of $100,000. All right? Pretty typical American family. Total household income of $100,000. Ward, the husband, earns $53,000. June, the wife, makes $31,000 a year. They have a rental home that they rent out that makes them $8,000 a year. Total of $100,000. And he likens this to the American economy. Okay? Uh, The the income of the husband is representative of individual income taxes. The uh, income of the wife is federal payroll taxes. The $8,000 in additional income from the rental house is analogous to corporate taxes. A total of $100,000. If you translate that into the real American economy, they're earning $100,000 a year, but they owe $700,000. Now, they managed to pay 
$21,000 to cover the interest. But they're spending $128,000 a year, not including the interest payment. So you got it? They make $100,000. They owe $700,000. They spend $128,000. Now, what would happen to the typical family if that was their situation? Earn $100,000. They owe $700,000. They spend $128,000. Well, obviously, very quickly, they would go bankrupt. Well, that is analogous of what is happening in America. We are spending far, far more than we are bringing in, and it's getting worse every single year. Uh, In 2022, the federal government's total income was $4.9 trillion. Individual income taxes accounted for about 53% of that. Payroll taxes, 31%. Corporate taxes, another 8%. The remaining 8% comes from excise taxes, estate taxes, interest on Federal Reserve deposits, and other miscellaneous sources. So, the total income for the United States of America in 2022 was $4.9 trillion. However, we spent $6.3 trillion. The national debt is $34 trillion. The interest that the United States pays is $724 billion. So, we took in $4.9 trillion. we spent $6.6, and we were only able to pay the interest $724 billion, from which we received nothing. Obviously, that cannot be sustained. And that's why Republicans in Congress are trying desperately to cut spending, And every move they make and trying desperately to balance the budget is opposed by the Democrats. It's unsustainable. It truly is unsustainable. Economically, we're in trouble, folks. We really are. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's true. All right. We're going to take the final break, and then we'll return. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. Yes, we would love to come to your church. Crosspower.net is our website. Joy and I would be honored, delighted to come to your church. Check out all the details at crosspower.net. Or if you'd just like to be put on our mailing list, uh, read our newsletter, have access to news about Joy and I, Crosspower, etc. There's a place, just click on it, and you can uh, register for our newsletter at uh, crosspower.net. Now, I always thought that selling 
military secrets to an enemy was treason. That's what I thought. And I thought that the penalty for treason was really, really severe. I know that at one time, we hanged people for treason. I mean, that was the penalty. It was the death penalty if you committed treason. Well, that's why when I came across this story, I'm just shaking my head. Here is the headline. U.S. sailors sentenced to 27 months in prison for selling military secrets to China. And I thought, well, that's got to that's be a typo. I mean, it's got to be 27 years. I mean, that would be very minor for treason. No, no, it's uh, 27 months. A U.S. Navy serviceman who admitted to accepting bribes from a Chinese intelligence officer. Are you with me? We have a serviceman in the American Navy who is accepting bribes from a military intelligence officer with the Chinese government in exchange for, and I'm quoting, sensitive U.S. military information. He didn't tell them how the um, the chow hall at military bases make their grilled cheese sandwiches. According to the story, this U.S. Navy serviceman admitted that he accepted bribes in exchange for sensitive U.S. military information handed over to a Chinese intelligence officer. As a result, he has been sentenced to 27 months in prison. What? The, uh, I'm quoting from the story, the Justice Department had sought a sentence of 37 months. Why? Well, in addition to selling out his country, he also obstructed the government's investigation. So not only does he commit treason, he obstructed the uh, government's investigation. In October, the sailor pleaded guilty to one count of conspiring with a Chinese intelligence officer and one count of receiving a tribe. Uh, Not a tribe, a bribe. Uh, His last name is Zhao, Z-H-A-O. Zhao, who held a security clearance, secretly collected and transmitted information to China related to naval operational security, military training, and critical infrastructure, according to the Justice Department. He specifically confessed to passing on plans for a large-scale maritime training exercise in the Pacific Theater, operational orders, and electrical diagrams and blueprints for a Japanese radar system. 
U.S. Attorney Martin Estrada said Officer Zhao betrayed his country and the men and women of the U.S. Navy by accepting bribes from a foreign adversary. While he and the PRC, that's Chinese, uh, took great pains to conceal their corrupt scheme, investigators were vigilant in uncovering this shameful plot. Now, I'm not an expert on anything, but that seems to me like treason. 27 months? That's it? For selling out his country? This is today's Justice Department. Let me end with a really positive story. It's the story of Marsha Weigham. Marsha Weigham was told when she was pregnant that there was a 99% chance that her son would be born with, with Down syndrome. Her attending physician, a gynecologist, I assume, or obstetrician, told her there was a 99% chance her son would be born with Down syndrome, and he wanted her to know, quote, you can terminate this pregnancy if you choose. Quote, for Marcia, termination was not an option. She said, these children are awesome. They're innocent children, and now I'm having my own. I was mad with determination. It's this kind of determination that I'm going to make a difference. And as a result, she has given birth to this Down syndrome baby that she loves with all of her heart, and she has founded a nonprofit agency called Our Voice for the Voiceless in Colorado to help pregnant women who are pregnant with a Down syndrome child. That is incredible. Folks, thanks for joining me. Have a great evening, but please remember who's. You are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.